Hallelujah. We are going to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tonight we are graced. We are honored to, to have in our midst. Uh, we call him small daddy, small papa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have our small papa tonight because our big daddy, big papa, he is not around. Hallelujah. And he says, when I leave, I will not leave you alone. For you've got a small papa. And he's here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you are ready for him tonight? Hallelujah. I want us to get ready. I want us to get ready and welcome our small daddy from Calvary Christian Church, Pretoria East. Church of God, get ready to welcome small papa, Pastor TJ, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. While we high-five your neighbor and say welcome to the prayer chambers. Amen. Amen. Come on, do it with a smile on your face. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord for he is good. Amen. One of the most interesting things about prayer is that prayer gives us direct access to God. There are many things that are done in the Bible, but prayer is the only thing that gives us direct access to God. The Bible says in the book of Revelations, chapter number four, that when we pray, our prayers are presented before the throne of the Father as a sweet aroma unto him. Now, it's not our praises, it's our prayers that are presented to his throne. The praises bring him down, yes, but the prayers are presented to his throne, amen. And I believe that we are standing on, on, on ground that is fertile enough to, to germinate our seed, amen, hallelujah. One of the tendencies that is very difficult is that when people fast, they look angry. So you can put a smile on your face, amen. We may take our seats in the presence of the Lord, amen. We bless the Lord, amen. <clears throat> well, today we start on uh, three days of a mountain that we are climbing. Uh, and I believe that the mountain will be a molehill when we are done with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was chatting to the church yesterday and I said to them, you know, back then in the days while we were still younger, um, there used to be refrigerators with keys. So if, if, if the refrigerator is your weakness, lock that fridge, amen, and stay away from it, amen. Well, I want to acknowledge and appreciate uh, Big Papa in his absence for um, allowing us to continue today in prayer and asking me to come this side. And I believe that we are going to have a wonderful time together. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And we appreciate the leadership of the church in its entirety as well for the good work 
that they are doing. Amen. We are going to pray tonight, but before we pray, I want us to share for 15 to 20 minutes, and then we're going to pray for the rest of the time. I want us to open our Bibles to the book of Acts chapter number 28. Acts 28, and we're going to read verse number 1 to verse number 5. Actually, let's make it to verse uh, number 9. Acts chapter number 28, verse number 1 to verse number 9. I want you to follow in your Bibles as I read. Amen. May we stand for the reading of the word as is our custom in the church. Now, when they had escaped, they then found out that the island was called Malta. And the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome. Because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to live. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. However, they were expecting that he would swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. In that region, there was an estate of the leading citizen of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. And it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him and prayed and he laid hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and they were healed. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to share with you as we take our seats for a few minutes. Under the following subject, revealed by fire. Revealed by fire. The chapter of scripture where we have read is somewhat a common passage of scripture that many people know and understand. But before we get into the gist of what we have read, I want to share maybe a prehistoric Uh, you know, lesson of what was happening during this time. Paul was arrested by the Roman Empire and they arrested him because he was preaching the gospel of God. And when they arrested him, it came to a point where he needed to be tried in the highest court of the land. Amen. He needed to be tried in the highest court of the land. And with that being said, in order to get to the highest court of the land, they needed to get onto a ship. Now, it's amazing that when they got into a ship, they sent a squad of soldiers to guard one man. They sent a squad of soldiers to guard one 
man. Now, people can guard a man, but people cannot guard God. It's impossible to guard God. The Bible says he's omnipresent. How do you guard him? If you cannot be in more than one place at the same time, how do you contain him? Now, it is very critical to understand that when Paul got onto the ship, it was not just Paul on the ship. Okay. It was God on the ship as well. Okay. Who's on your ship? Who's there? Interestingly, Paul gets onto the ship and the ship uh, uh, encounters some storms and some winds and, and to cut a long story short Paul advises the, the soldiers and the, the, the captain that no throw out your bags, throw out everything so that the ship can be lighter, the captain does not listen a shipwreck happens and when the shipwreck happens this is where we start chapter number 28 the bible says it tells us that the shipwreck landed them onto an island called Malta now there are some shipwrecks that will not kill you they will just transport you to the next destination as much as there are storms that were designed to kill you they shift you from one dimension to the other you know the prayerfulness that you had was because of a storm the praying that you're doing right now is because of a storm some of us would not be praying like we are if we did not have problems so god is able to change problems into creating programs for us and we begin to pray when we don't feel like it just because I've got a problem I wake up in the middle of the night when I want to sleep just because I've got a storm in my life some storms transport you from one dimension to the next when you used to pray like this a storm puts you up in this level when you used to pray in this level a storm moves you up to this level there are some storms that are not there to kill us they are there to upgrade us if they don't come, we don't pray like we do. <laughs> so God uses some storms to move us closer to him and move us into his territory. And interesting, when they landed in the land, in the, in the, in the land of Malta, the Bible says all of them were safe. Now, the word Malta means honey. Are we together? The word Malta means honey. In other words, they just got to their honeymoon. Okay, I'm kidding about that. But the word Malta means honey. Honey is sweet. Are we together? Honey is good. Honey is delicious. If, if you were to taste honey, you'd be so exuberant and so excited. But, but on the same time, honey means comfort. It means a space of comfort. So they came from a storm to a place of comfort. Are we together? Now, I want you to hold that right there, and we're going to talk about it just now. They came from a place of a storm to a place of comfort. And when they landed in a place of comfort, things that are done in comfort places began to happen. So the people of Malta began to make a fire for them. Are we together? The Bible says it was raining and it was cold. In other words, they used the fire to create more comfort. Because they had come to a space of comfort. Now, when they got there, the Bible tells us one, one, one very interesting thing, which is where the crux of the matter is going to come. The Bible tells us that 
When they landed there, the people made a fire and they kept us warm. They made us feel welcome. This is Paul writing. He says, they made us feel welcome. And as much as they made us feel welcome, the Bible says that with their unusual kindness, they had made a fire, made us all feel welcome because it was raining and that, 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 that the rain was falling and because it was cold. The next verse, the Bible says that as they had done it, but when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, the Bible says, and laid them on the fire, a viper came out. Remember where they landed was Malta, a space or a place of comfort. Are we together? Now, when you get to a place of comfort, you are not the only one who's comfortable. Sometimes in a space of comfort, even the vipers are comfortable. They are dwelling in the same place where you thought there's going to be freedom. They are dwelling in the same place where you thought there's going to be life after that. But the Bible says Paul gathered a couple of sticks and he threw them into the fire. Now, number one, there will be no extreme fire if there is no gathering of sticks. There must be some sticks that you gather so that the fire can become more. The problem is you are using too few sticks in your fire. And that is why the viper is still seated in the fire. But it is only when Paul threw some more sticks into the fire that the viper could not sit into the fire anymore. As long as you keep quiet in your prayer chambers, there are some vipers in your schoolwork that are still seated. There are some vipers in your family that are still seated. What are we doing when we are praying? We are gathering some sticks and blowing the fire some more. Now my question is, when the mountains made the fire, why didn't the viper come out? Oh no, you did not get what I said. The mountains made the fire first, but the viper was still comfortable until Paul decided to increase the fire. Do you know why you are praying? If you don't pray, there will be no increase of some fire. In other words, the viper was still relaxed. And because it was cold, the fire wasn't good enough for the viper to come out. There are certain things that will remain comfortable until you make a certain type of prayer. Until you get to a certain dimension of prayer. There are certain sicknesses that will happen every August. You are sick. In fact, you have got a permanent booking at the hospital. That every August I am checking in and after the end of August I am checking out. You better collect some sticks and get some fire going. There is a viper that is too comfortable in my space. And watch out the Bible, the viper came out because of the heat. Now my question is, if they made fire, was there no heat before? Ah, uh, you don't get what I'm saying. If they made fire before, was there no heat before? But the heat was not enough to unsettle the viper. So there are certain vipers that are still relaxed in our territory. In fact, in Malta, they are relaxed. They're in honey right now as we speak. They don't move because there's, no, there's not enough heat that is working right there. There's not enough heat that is moving right there. And watch what happens. The Bible says, the viper came out because of the heat. Now, the viper did not come out because of the fire. Okay. <laughs> 
the viper did not come out because of the fire. Uh -uh. The viper came out because of the heat. Are we together? In other words, heat is a degree of measure as to how hot the fire is. It was not just a fire. It was a fire that he had enough heat. Because the Bible clearly says the mountains made the fire. In other words, there was already fire before there was heat. So it was the heat that made the viper uncomfortable. The viper could not sit because there was just too much heat in that place. Now, I ask a question. How much heat is in your place? How much heat are you making where you are? Are the vipers relaxed or are the vipers moving out of that space? And now what? It is amazing that the fire was made on top of where the viper was. I mean, let's be serious. If, if, if Paul picked up a bundle of sticks and he threw them into the fire, right, how long was the viper sitting there? In fact, maybe the mountains had made friendliness with the viper and said, no, we understand you, you are our disease. We are okay. I know this subject. I'm going to fail it every year. I understand. It's just the way things go. You have made, you've become too friendly with the viper. You have even made it comfortable in your space. I said, no, I understand. Even my father was like this. Hey, when I shut up, you. you have to put up some more fire into that place. And watch what happens. The viper came out because of the heat. Fastened onto his hand. Number two, whenever you put more fire, you cannot, accept, you cannot expect the devil to sit back. He will retaliate. He will retaliate. Now, heat does not make the viper just come out. It makes the viper come and bite. If you feel pain, I'm not a viper. Ne? It's just... It makes the viper come out and bite. In other words, when you are praying right now, don't expect a smooth ride. <laughs> I tell you, when you are praying, don't expect the devil to sit back and just say, ah, oh, they are praying, it is good. I can tell you too, on Saturday morning, the very thing you were attacking is the very thing that comes out and bites. And watch what the Bible says. The Bible says, the viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. Next verse. <clears throat> so when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow him to leave. Next verse. Then the Bible says that, but he shook off the creature into the fire <laughs> and suffered no harm. Now watch. The viper came out of the fire, right? When the viper came out of the fire, the problem is some of us create a cage for the viper. And then we put it in the zoo and say, I just want to see my viper. But Paul did not do that. He said, the same place you came out of is the same place I am sending you back into. In other words, when the viper retaliates, it does not mean I stop praying. I go back onto my knees and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree that the viper goes back into the fire. So Paul sent it back to the same fire. And you know what the problem is? The problem today in the church is that we've got Christians whose fire is on in Jan. After Jan, everything goes off. We don't even have a sign that there was fire. We don't even have charcoal or burnt wood. Everything is gone. And some of us, we are prayerful. Our light is on only in Jan. For the two weeks of Jan, we are As soon as Jan is over, there is nothing. I tell you, when there is nothing, where will you throw the viper back into? 
when it comes back, where will you throw the viper back into? Because if you throw the viper back into the wood, it will not die. It is not killed by wood. It is, called, it is killed by a consistent fire that continues burning. And the danger is that we are so lit in January. Let's not even talk about June. June, there is, not, there is no even smoke. There is no smoke. There is nothing. There is no sign of a presence of prayer in our lives. And you know, some vipers know that June, you are no longer praying. So they come out and they bite in June and they realize, ah, we won't be thrown back anyway. There's no fire. There's nothing to burn us again. Watch. The Bible says he, he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. Now, listen to this. What came out to bite, as long as there is fire, will die in the fire. We never hear of the viper again after this verse because it did not go to the fire to settle. The fire was too hot. Now it was going to death. It was no longer going to settle. Let's talk about something else quickly. The Bible says, verse number six, the Bible says that, however, they were expecting that he would swell up or suddenly fall dead, down dead. But after they had looked a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said he was God. <laughs> now, I want you to see something. What was sent to kill you? When it dies, there is a danger. I want to show you the danger. The danger is that they can give glory to you. You did not hear what I said. You see, you have been praying for one and a half weeks. As soon as they give you those results and they say you have been accepted, you say, oh Lord, I, I've done well. I've done well. The most dangerous part any Christian can find themselves in is when they keep the glory that is of God. And I want you to be careful that God is going to answer your prayer. And you know what the mountains will say? He is God. She is God. You can quickly boast about it and say, I prayed for one and a half weeks. I'm a prayer warrior. <laughs> Do you want healing? Come and let me heal you right now. Be careful. Any glory that is not yours will kill you. And many Christians die after the prayer and fasting. In general, just because God answered their prayer, they die. Because of the answered prayer. Now, they said he is God. All because he did not swell up and die. Now, when you have finished the prayer and fasting and you did not swell up and die, they're going to call you God. <laughs> but be careful not to carry the glory that is not yours. The Bible says that, and they said he was God. Verse number seven. In that region, there was an estate of the, hill, of the leading citizen of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. Continue verse number eight. Then the Bible says, and it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him and prayed, and he laid his hands on him, and he healed him. This is where I want to finish. Paul did not lay his feet on Publius' father. Huh? <laughs> Paul did not lay his handkerchief on Publius' father. No. Paul laid his hands right, on him and he was healed. 
the same place where the viper bit is the same place which God used <laughs> to bring glory even unto his name. And the Bible says that many who are around, verse number 9, the Bible says that many who were sick, they saw this and they brought them to Paul. And they said, can you pray and heal them? In other words, when God does a miracle for whatever you are praying for, he's got other people around you in mind. That they may be able to see the same hand that was beat is the same hand that is healing. The same subject you failed is the same subject you are getting cum laude on. The same office you were failing to enter into is the same position they are giving you today. Because when God heals, he's got other people in mind. Now the danger is the following. is when God does it for you and you keep it for yourself. And you think it all belongs to me. I want to finish off with this passage of scripture. Genesis chapter number 6. Verse number 5 to verse number 8. Why you should pray as we're going to pray. Why you should pray. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of men was great in the earth. And that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Continue. And the Bible says, and the Lord was sorry that he had made men on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. Continue. Then the Bible says, so the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both men and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air. For I am sorry that I've made them. Verse number nine. Your verse number eight. Then the Bible says that, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. <laughs> I want you to see something. When you see a lion today, it was because of one man's grace. When you see a cat today, it was because of one man's grace. <laughs> when you see you and me, it was because of one man's grace. In other words, your family depends on your prayer. If you are praying, God can find, God can give you favor. And he changes the whole generation because of your prayer. Why can't you shut up from praying? It is because you might be the one who God has found favor in. And when you pray, your father might be healed. Your mother might be healed. When you pray, your sister might get a job. Everybody else might be saved just because of your favor. And of the favor that your prayer has found before the Lord. And I watch, there are three things that were saved here. It was Noah's family, number one. So my favor when I pray before the Lord can save my family. But number two, it was the animals that were saved. Are we together? Animals represent things that don't know God. People that don't know God. People that don't even pray to God because they don't know how to. Right? They were saved because of one man's favor. One man's grace. And if you stop praying right now, there might be somebody who will die because you stopped. You know when you want to eat? If you eat right now, there might be somebody who will lose power because you ate. So your prayer is always beyond you. The prayer that you make is always beyond you. How hot is your fire? How much heat is in there? Are we, are, we, are, we, are we sitting with a, <clears throat> with a fire that has got no life? 
Are we sitting with a fire that has got no heat? It, it, it sounds highly impossible that fire cannot have heat. But the snake settled until there was enough heat. A story is shown to us on social media. And then we go and pray right now. A story is shown to us of a, of a frog that sits inside the pot when the stove is on. And we are told that the frog sits inside the pot for as long as it can adjust to the heat it sits in the pot so it has a way of adjusting in the heat now i want you to imagine a pot with nice goodies i'm not tempting you i'm just giving you an example so don't be tempted with nice food the nice food that you like eh? now imagine imagine a, 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 a tripe some some what some beef stew okay cool some beef stew let's use beef stew beef stew inside there right and it's being cooked don't don't fall into temptation be delivered right now it's being cooked right but, it's, but there's a frog in the beef stew. It just keeps on adjusting to the heat. It never comes out. It just keeps on adjusting to the heat. Just because our prayers are always on the same temperature, the devil keeps on adjusting to the heat. We are cooking a good beef stew, but he just sits on there. He just keeps on adjusting. He says, there's no heat. It's not there yet. It's not there. It's not at the top yet. There's nothing. I don't need to move. I'm okay. I've adapted. I've adapted to these prayers. I've adapted to these things. It will only bend. We will only stay away for January. February, we are coming back because there is nothing. We have adjusted. Has the devil adjusted to your prayer? You tell me. Not You tell me. If he has adjusted, it's time to change the frequency. <laughs> it's time to change the frequency. It's time to change the level. In other words, when he, he knows, he knows, he knows how you pray. In fact, year in and year out, you have been praying the same. <laughs> There's been no change. So he's like, oh, no, it's fine. I don't have a problem. We are used to this one. He does like this. I will, call, I will tell you when he's finished. Guys, he's finished. Come back. I want you to write this statement down and then we go and pray. Many a times, we want God to do what he has never done when we are not doing what we have never done. We want God to do what he has never done when we are not doing what we have never done. <laughs> Is there a place of prayer you have never been to? A level of prayer you've never been to. I ask, is there a level of prayer you've never been to? You know it yourself. In fact, some of us even go, ah, three days, ah, it's nothing, we've been there. This is not, this is nothing. God is calling you to a higher place and a higher dimension, a higher depth of prayer. Where there are certain things that will not be able to settle because you have increased the temperature. I want us to stand up on our feet. If you pray it like your neighbor, it will not move like your neighbor. Now, I'm not here to challenge the church prayer. I'm here to challenge your personal prayer life. I, and the church is having a prayer. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But what's happening in your personal prayer life? 
some of us, our wood wants to move out. He says, we're not burning here. There's nothing that is happening here. Can, we, can you move us next door? There's fire next door. We want to burn. What's happening to your personal prayer life? And we've got 10 minutes remaining. In these 10 minutes, I want you to identify one thing. One thing. One viper that is not moving. One. One viper. And you are going to consistently for the next nine and a half minutes attack that viper. With fire of prayer. Amen. With fire of prayer. Your own personal prayer. One. As I'm speaking, you can see it. That it never, it has never moved for the last six years. It has never shifted. I've always been here. I've always been sitting here. I've always been going through the same thing. I've always been encountering the same thing. But tonight it ends here. It stops here because I am shifting the dimension of prayer. I am shifting the level of prayer. I am shifting the level of prayer. It will only be revealed because of the fire. As long as the fire is not, is, not, is not on, as long as the fire does not have enough heat, it will never move. It will only be revealed because of the fire. I'm not even going to push, push you. Let's begin to pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, mighty God, we come before your presence, oh God. We stand right now, oh God, for the declaring and decreeing, mighty God, with our mouths, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we stand according to the word of Job 22, verse 28, where you said we shall decree a thing and it will be established in our lives. And Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ, that ancient of days, that great and wonderful Father, let the fire that comes from my mouth, oh God, Begin, oh God, Father, to burn, oh God, up like never before. In the name of Jesus, mighty God, up, some of us are standing here, oh God, up, with ailments that have been around for years, up, with sicknesses that have been around for years. Up. Tonight, mighty God, we declare, we decree that tonight is the last night. Up. Tonight is the last night up, where, oh God, Father, this fire dwells in this place, up, where this fire dwells in my life, oh God, up, where this issue dwells in my life, up, mighty God. God, we are taking up the temperature. We are taking up the temperature. In the name of Jesus, mighty God, I pray that let your hand be stretched out. Let your power be stretched out. Let your anointing be stretched out. In the name of Jesus, mighty God, I pray that, Father, because of my prayer, because of my prayer, because of the heat, mighty God, I speak right now that, oh God, the viper will not settle. The viper will not sit in this fire. The viper will not sit in this fire. In the name of Jesus, I decree, I declare that, Father, the devil has been playing around for too long. The devil has been sitting around for too long. I declare right now that, Lord God Almighty, let your hand of mercy, let your hand of grace, let your hand of power move, oh God, Father, whatever, oh God, is settling in our lives. Some of the things have been settling in our families for generations upon generations. Our mother went through it. Our grandmother went through it. Our great-grandmother went through it. But Father, tonight it stops. 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 Tonight it stops
night it stops. It has got no power to settle upon my land. It has got no power to settle upon my land. I live to another height. I live to another depth, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree that it's over tonight. I declare and decree that tonight is the last night. I decree and declare, oh God, that Father, it will not come back to life yet again. In the name of Jesus, I keep the fire burning. 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 My prayer, oh God, finds favor in the eyes of the Lord. My prayer, oh God, finds grace in the eyes of the Lord. That Father, my family will benefit because of my prayer. My family will benefit because of my prayer. Next week it will not be the same, oh God. Next month it will not be the same. There will be a change in my life. 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 Ricatolo Bohosa, my cabro hosende, Brasentele Baha, Brisondo Locose, Mende Kisodonia Baha, Mende de Kesudalaka, Mebi Hikosuna Kaye, Brasunta la Kede, Tonight I collect more sticks. Tonight I collect more sticks. I add more heat in the fire. 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 Lord, I 
In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that Father, it is so. It is done in the name of Jesus. 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 your position that determines the heat in the fire so I asked the Lord I said what are you saying he said just because you are a pastor you can be a pastor and fireless challenge me said to me look you can come and be fireless and fulfill the and fulfill the work of that which I have sent you to do but fulfill it from a fireless position I said, Lord, he said, he said to me, it is not your position that makes the heat in the fire. It is your knees that make the heat in the fire. When you keep your knees occupied in prayer, the fire will be more. The heat will be more. But believe you me, if you shut up right after this prayer and fasting and you stop praying, the Bible says when they leave, they go to the desert. Right? It goes to the desert. When it goes to the desert, it goes and checks for more and comes back again to check if the house is occupied. If they come back and find no fire, they will settle when there are more. If prayer becomes a seasonal thing, freedom will also become a seasonal thing. You'll also be free only for a season. 
And when the season is over, they come back. I challenge your prayer, personal prayer life. Your personal prayer life. Keep the fire burning. As long as you keep the fire burning, you've got a place to throw back the viper (laughs) when it attacks. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are things that will never be revealed unless there's fire. Unless there's fire. Oh, oh. This, this, just, this just came now. And we, and we go and give our offering. Now, watch. The fire was contrary to the atmosphere of Malta. It was raining and it was cold. But it was not the atmosphere that was there that dictated what we do on the ground. So when they created the fire, they were going against the general atmosphere. There are certain things that you must go against. I know that gen- I know it's normal that you fail and you do that, but you must go against the atmosphere. You must create a, a contrary temperature in that place. Amen. I want us to prepare our offering. I want you to lift it up before the Lord this evening. lift up your offering before the Lord as we present it right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, mighty God, we come to give to you this evening, O God, as we fulfill that which your word says, that given it shall be given unto you, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall man give unto your bosom. And we pray that, Lord, as we do that which your word says, what your word says is done over our lives. And we thank you that, Father, tonight, O God, as we do this, we seal the prayers that we have made. We stand, O God, Father, in affirmation and agreeing in that which we have prayed. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray that let it be so and let it be done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. I want us to lay our offering in the altar of the Lord. Amen.